All right, good morning or good afternoon whenever you're listening. Georgetown Baptist Church, I'm Maverick, uh, and with me always is... Jake Edwards. Man, I just want him to say Dr. Jake, but it's fine. Uh, Pastor Jake is with me, and uh, as we talked about in the last one, but just in case you missed it, um, this whole podcast is to provide clarity through um, some topics and conversations so that if you are a member of Georgetown Baptist Church or you're becoming a member of Georgetown Baptist Church, you can understand just what we believe and kind of why we believe that. Did I say that okay, Jake? You did. I think it's helpful. I, I use podcasts regularly. Same. Um, because I can listen to them anywhere I am, whatever I'm doing. And, and you know, our culture is not getting any less busy. Uh, I would love to see it get less busy, but <laughs> I do think it's helpful to be able to help our members have a tool to be able to listen and learn a little bit, you know, in the middle of the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think it is important to say this does not replace no. being involved in a small group or a Sunday school class or attending the local church as much as just trying to enhance what our church is doing. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, I, f- I fully agree. And just real quick before we dive in, we have the people who weekly come to our office, wouldn't you say? Yes. So this, I feel like this is for the people. I mean, not that they could not listen to this, but for the people who have busy lives who are not able to just come into the office often, which I hope you do if you ever have a free moment. Yes, we have delicious coffee, and yeah, um, our staff is awesome. Our children's minister is the best children's minister on the planet. I agree. The youth minister and pastor, think we think we're funny, <laughs> yeah. but other than that, I think we're a good group of people. We're about to have a music minister. We got a great group of people to come talk to, but yeah, if you can't come and be a part of that, uh, we still want you to know kind of where we are, yeah. what we're doing. Yeah, so I think that's perfect. All right, good segue into our next topic of why is the local church or why is joining the local church so important? Well, I talk to so many people that make the comment that I can be just as close to Jesus in my boat fishing or, mm-hmm. you know, at the baseball field. If I'm honest, I'm one of those people. I, I, I feel like I have a spiritual moment every time I go to a Ranger game. Um, but that does not replace the importance of the local church because as Christians were uh, growing and developing and becoming believers, you can see almost immediately, especially in the book of Acts, but even in the Gospels, where the people were gathering gathering mm-hmm. regularly and participating in worship together, um, I think it's, it's, it's essential to yeah. be a part of the local church. No, no, I fully agree. I mean, um, I would not be here uh, today without the local church. Like, I became a Christian not— in the local church, uh, but by people who were a part of a local church. But um, I remember being, I got saved and didn't know what to do. And my mentors dragged me to church without telling me. And I loved it. Yes. You know, we as a church do not claim to be perfect. Mm -hmm. And no church can claim to be perfect. And there is such thing as church hurt. And there is such Mm -hmm. thing as church pain. Um, But that's simply just because we're people. Yeah. But you can find such a benefit as an entire family to be involved in the local church. And, and the more parents we bring our children and our teenagers, um, I, have, um, I, have some, I have one teenager and a preteen in my home. Mm-hmm. They don't want to get up and come with me every Sunday, uh, but, but I, I require that of them because I want them to benefit from being with other believers throughout yeah. the week because it helps us grow spiritually. 
Yeah, I, it, it's a weird, you know, I, I talked to many students and, and even many peers who grew up in that kind of household. And they were just like, yeah, you know, my dad and my mom made me go to church and all that stuff. And they're happy, you know, most of them were Christians now and they were happy about it. But me, like, I desired that. Like, I, like, it's so crazy. It, you don't know what you have until you don't have it. And like, yeah. man, I would have loved to, to wake up early in the morning with my family and go to church. Well, and the pandemic mm-hmm. hopefully exposed how important it is that we need that. Um, the church I was serving in at the time, we went six weeks without meeting. And mm-hmm. and, and honestly, many churches went much longer. Yeah. But I saw people's eyes open to, I need to be with my church. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's biblical to be a it part is. of a local church. It's not just an added benefit to your life. Mm-hmm. You can read all the way in the Acts chapter 2, mm-hmm. when the church just starts to explode. Uh, Peter has delivered a sermon in Jerusalem and 3,000 people were saved. Uh, and what are you going to do with 3,000 people? Well, you got to get together mm-hmm. regularly. And um, a verse that you often hear of when you think of the, the local church is Acts 2, 42 through 47. I'm not going to read all of it, but it just says that they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, mm-hmm. to the fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe. Many wonders and signs were being performed through the apostles. And it says that the believers had all things together in common. Mm-hmm. You can even read in Acts chapter 4 a similar um, type of, of, of stories here where the people begin to sell their possessions, yeah. make sure that no one in the neighborhood neighborhood is is in need. And and I think that's something our church desires, yeah. is to be a generous church that takes care of our community. Um, but I think a lot of the reason people struggle with the church is because someone has specifically hurt them yeah. or, or a group of people made them feel judged. I think usually that's what I hear. I don't go to church because I don't want to be judged and my my word to you brother sister if you're listening to this is number one i i'm so sorry if you've experienced that in the local church but number two jesus did not do that to you that was another person Mm -hmm. and that person needs jesus just as much as you And, and my encouragement to you is there are some good people that attend the local church and and to find them and connect with them is so very important for you and for your family. And uh, I, I couldn't encourage you enough to be a part. Yeah. And I do think we have the best church members in the world. I mean, I'm a little biased. I, I I am as well. You know, you come into a service at Georgetown, you'll see people just hugging each other's necks, mm-hmm. gathering. And, and you know, we kind of make the joke that we do have a group of people that welcome people into our building and make yeah. sure that they, they get what they need. But our encouragement is that our entire church would be a welcoming yeah. committee. And clearly, um, it's impossible to do that perfectly. But but I think if you were to, to say, does Georgetown do that well? My answer would be yes. I think so. And one of the biggest signs to it for me as a pastor is when the service ends, mm. I've been a part of many places where people are waiting for the pastor to say amen and get to their car and get to lunch as fast as they can. And I, and I observe people that stand and talk and they're not looking at their watches. Mm-hmm. And to me, going back to, you know, the book of Acts and even in first Corinthians uh, chapter 12 of uh, chapter 13, 14, mm-hmm. when it talks about being the body of Christ, you begin to see the beauty of the church. And, and I've seen people that were opposed to receiving Jesus 
uh, for philosophical reasons or mm-hmm. many different reasons. But what brought them in was the way they were loved. Yeah. You know, that's what Jesus says. He says they will know us by the way we love each other. And, and no, no, I've, I fully agree. Um, you know, you were talking earlier, like, you know, people get their their cup field, you know, through on the baseball field, on the, on the, in the country club, you know, at, at, at the, on the boat, we were a lake community. Yeah. Um, but I love, um, what you just mentioned, like at the end of service, um, I, I mean, I'm here, you know, service ends at 1130 to 1145 and I'm here till 1230 to 1245, just talking with our members and loving on each other and just asking us like, how, how's your week been? What have you been studying? And it's such a sweet moment, and um, this is one of the few churches that I've served at that we do that, and we do it well. I agree, and you know we have made the decision that ever so often we actually cancel Sunday school, yeah. but we don't ask people to just go get coffee and then show up for worship. We do something that mm-hmm. emphasizes the fellowship. Yeah. In fact, we've got something coming up in July. Um, that we're going to we're going to focus on fellowship because the church studies together, the church disciplines ourselves together, but we also play together. Mm-hmm. It is biblical for the church to be a fun place to be a part of, and I want my children to know that. I want my children to know that that there are people in the church that maybe are grandparent age. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't have um, grandparents close enough to us that we get to that our kids get to see them often. Yep. But there are so many grandparents that are looking out for my kids and, and so many kids. And it and it just makes us all better. And, you know, we could talk forever about yeah. this, but being a multi-generational church is a beautiful thing. And when we fellowship with one another, then it just makes it special. Yeah. Yeah. So kind of two things there. What what I loved you added is we we fellowship together, we gather together, not for the entertainment purpose, but just to be a joyful place where people can just find community mm-hmm. and have their community. And another thing I, I'll kind of add, you know, um, of, uh, it's in Acts as well. Philip teaches an Ethiopian. So an Ethiopian is found uh, reading a scroll and kind of not able to understand it. I think he says, how can I understand this unless someone teaches me? Yeah, unless someone, t- so Philip teaches them. And, and what I love about that is, even though that that's like this one-on-one almost discipleship, it still mimics the church, you know, in our in our Sunday schools, uh, in our small groups. And I mean, even even in big churches, might not be one-on-one, but like we read our Bible together. We we uh we're we're united in that, you know, we're you we're united in our belief in Jesus, we're united in how we read our scriptures. But sometimes like I need someone to to help me understand and to point out Jesus. And Leviticus, you know what I mean? And so it's just so nice to to have the Sunday schools, to have the small groups so that we can chat and talk and and understand more about the beauty of the Bible and and just the beauty of how God loves us. And I, and I find that in the church. Amen. I couldn't agree more. And all these things we're talking about, I feel like we could do 10 podcasts yes, about true. them, but maybe somebody is thinking, you know, I've been a, I've been attending Georgetown. I want to join, but I don't really know what to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, we ask that any member attend what's called a Next Steps yes. class. And that meets the second Sunday of every month at nine o'clock during the Sunday school hour. Uh, I, I'm there, the pastor, uh, standing in the lobby, and I'll greet you, and we will actually spend some time going over all the things we've talked about today, but even going deeper. And then people will come to us with questions. 
you know, Jake, I attended a, a different body in a different area and this is how they did things. And I noticed that maybe you do this and it's different. Yeah. We can talk about that and we can discuss it. We have people in this church from so many different walks of life. And, um, and as long as we love each other and as long as we stick to scripture, uh, we can truly grow together. Yeah. No, I, I, I think that's, that's a great place to end. Um, like I said, if you're a member and you're, you're a part of our church, uh, I hope you can agree. I, I know you can. Um, and if you're a, a new person listening and like, hey, what's the feel of Georgetown? Well, I hope you listen to this one. And yes, it's important to to find a local church. And, and you know, I, th- I think it's even uh, wise of me saying, even if it's not Georgetown, find, Absolutely. find a local church. It's important and it's crucial in your walk. But if you're looking at Georgetown, I hope we kind of gave you a, a brief summary and I hope you can hear the fact that, like, I genuinely love this church. Amen. And so. I'm so grateful for Georgetown and grateful for every church I've ever attended. Yeah. And so um, I hope this helps you um, make that decision to join a local church, even if it happens to be Georgetown or somewhere else. So anyways, thank you guys for listening. Love you guys. And we'll see you soon.